It's time now for the complete story with Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Dick Bott with today's complete story. Yeah, well, you know, Rich, we're going to touch on some really, really important issues today, that's for sure. What say you? Well, the most important issues of our day. I, yeah. I'm excited to see what you have for us today. You know, everyone is talking about making a lot of money. Everybody's talking about being rich or being a millionaire or a billionaire or something like that. Do you remember the name from long time ago? Uh, the name is Doug Oldham. You remember that? Oh, I sure do. But that, that's a long time ago. You better believe it. Now, listen to this, folks. Listen to this and enjoy it with us. Um, just turn your radio up and enjoy it with us. I found something that money can't buy. I found a gold mine beyond the blue sky. I found a land where I live when I die. Found the Lord, a rich man am I. Well, people may say that I've been dreaming a bit, but I believe what I'm believing and I'm not gonna quit. The Bible says I'm gonna live when I die. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. I found a dream that's sure to come true. I found a rainbow that's never turned blue. I found a land where the teardrops are dried. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. I found a song that the angels can sing. I found a way to be rich as a king. I found a love that will burn till I die. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. People may say that I've been dreaming a bit, but I believe what I'm believing and I'm not gonna quit. Well, the Bible says I'm gonna live when I die. I found the Lord, a rich man am I. Listen, Rich, does that put a does that put a little skip in your step? <laughs> I'll say. I'll say. Dad, remember that voice? Um, as George Beverly Shea was to Billy Graham, Doug Oldham was to uh, Jerry Falwell for a while. Exactly, exactly. I think when Doug Oldham recorded that particular song, he was a lot younger than later so. on some of them, too. Anyway, I'm so glad that we could present that. Now, let's just get right into this. Um, we are not in the business of promoting movies. Um, and entertainment or that sort of a thing. But when there's a good Christian movie, I mean something with a real message that is very important. It'll be an inspiration. It'll be a help. And it'll just thrill a person's heart that we like to talk about it, don't we? Well, yes, and there's one in particular you just saw. I have not seen this one yet. Well, I tell you what, um, we did. And the movie is Overcomer. And um, 
and we, my wife and I, your your mother, we took we took another couple with us to see it, and it was, oh, it just moved the whole audience. It is. Listen to me, folks. This movie is the best, and I'll tell you, I've seen the good ones, and I'll I can go right on down the line of the really really good ones. Overcomer is the best. It really covers the waterfront. It has everything in it. And is it ever? Now, Mr. Producer, you said that you saw it. What did you think? Oh, fabulous, fabulous movie, Mr. Bod. Maybe the best movie the Kendrick brothers have ever put out. So many twists and turns and surprises in this movie. When you think you've got it figured out, you don't. See, now, Alex Kendrick is one of the brothers who produced this movie. Listen to what he said about it. Alex, the Kendrick brothers always ask God what movie they should make and what it should be about. Tell me about that. So we believe that God is the best storyteller. You know, he, he, he wrote the best book of all time. And so whenever we go into uh, a movie season, we always say, God, would you inspire us with the stories you want us to tell? And he always, a- after a, a time of prayer, he always sends us to a certain theme. So we'll begin researching that theme and the story that goes with it. And so that's how we came up with Courageous and War Room and now Overcomer. And, and so uh, eventually, Eventually, we want to get people to walk closer to God. So yes, there is an entertainment aspect to this. We want to make movies that are entertaining, but even more than that, that have redemption. So when they walk out of the movie theater, that they're asking themselves uh, questions to help them grow in their faith. And so if they are closer to God as a result of seeing one of these films, then that is success for us. As we were talking about, there's always a biblical uh, message or theme. Courageous was fatherhood, war in prayer, and now overcomer is identity. What real life problems and life lessons do you think people can learn from this movie? So I want everybody asking themselves, what have I allowed to define me? We believe that the creator is the one that defines his creation. And so uh, your identity shouldn't come from things that change easily, not from feelings or circumstances, even a title or a financial status. We want it to come from, as scripture says, from the one who made you, that gives you your value. And when we find ourselves in the Lord through faith in Jesus Christ, he gives us incredible value. And since his character doesn't change, it's the perfect anchor for our identity. Did you learn anything about your own identity during this process? For me, the Lord changed challenged me with my own identity that I am not first and foremost a filmmaker or a a storyteller. I am first and foremost a child of God, a follower of Jesus Christ, then a husband, then a father, and then a filmmaker. So if the filmmaking changes, I still know who I am. You know, so that's something the Lord really impressed in my heart during this process. You were a pastor at Sherwood Baptist Church, serving in the church ministry for 20 years. When you're acting in inspirational films, are you ministering to the movie audiences? You know, uh, I would say yes. This is another form of ministry. It's not standing behind a pulpit, so to speak, and, and preaching, but through the message of the story, we, we hope to touch the heart and, and, and give them truth. So Jesus told parables, and he told parables to present truth to the masses, and that's really what we want to do through visual media. You're a father of six kids. What do you want your kids and younger people today to take away from this movie? So for my six kids, from Overcomer, I hope they would say that my identity is in the right thing, that it's in my faith in Jesus Christ first. It's in what he says about me first. Before culture, before friends, before uh, anybody else says anything about me, I first put my my anchor, if you will, in what God says about me. And because of that, uh, they, they will be solid people. They'll be solid brothers and, and children and one day husbands and wives and fathers. And, and so, uh, yeah, that's what I would want for my kids. How can you relate to your character that you play in the movie? 
So my character in the movie is John Harrison. He's a coach that that is so bent on winning that it becomes the primary part of his identity. And in real life, I had to say, if I never make another movie, would I know who I am? And so, like the character in the movie, he had to reorder the pieces of his identity so that his faith in Jesus Christ was number one before winning as a, as, a, as a coach. And so in real life, I have to make sure that my faith in the Lord is number one before watching how a movie does or a book sells or whatever it is. So those things cannot determine my identity because they're changing things. So I have to keep my, my identity in the Lord. Yeah, is he? That's it, isn't it, Rich? You keep to... your identity in the Lord. That's the main thing. That's and number that's one. That's what this movie, that's what this movie is about. Now I tell you what, here is another voice that we have not heard on The Complete Story for quite a while. But when I got through uh, putting this program together, I thought, wow, wow, this song really tells it. Here it is by Larry Morbitt.
<laughs> my oh, goodness. Man. Does that does that make you want to just stand up and say praise the Lord? Well, <laughs> Dad, your your private collection spans quite a range. Oh, this I is this that. was just amazing. I love that. Absolutely. Now listen. Um, let's take one of our listener comments here because here is a man in Indiana who's a truck driver. Near Terre Haute. Near Terre Haute, Indiana, and he spends a lot of time by himself and thinking um, about maybe what he's listening to and other thoughts, his family and his life and everything. Here he is. Let's hear. I thank the Lord for my finding of 96.3 in Farmersburg, Indiana. After finding Bot Radio Network about three years ago, it's had a tremendous influence in helping my growth, learning the obedience. I'm a truck driver and I'm on the road all hours of the day, all different hours. I got the app and I listen to Bot Radio 24 hours a day. I'm often out at 3 or 4 a.m. or midnight or 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Thank you very much, and God bless you all. Yeah. Dad, he mentioned, Rich, yeah, he mentions ahead. the app, and that means that he can listen to us wherever he is, uh, just as long as he has his smartphone with him. I want the listeners to know there isn't any place in the United States of America and beyond that they cannot get Bot Radio Network if they just know the various things that are available to That's do right. so. That's right. If you have a smartphone, go to the App Store and download the Bot Radio app, and you can or listen get, to us right there on your phone. Get one of these Amazon Echoes. Or, right, or I mean, listen on your computer. Well, you better believe it. Now, listen, before we get right into this, I want to hear this lady. Uh, this lady, she's one of our listeners. And let me just say to our audience, if you only knew how much it thrills our heart, uh, when we read your comments that are put into a transcript for us, it lets us know that Bot Radio Network is, in fact, um, doing the job that God called us to do. Here it is. As every day, I'm driving to work, listening to Bot Radio Network. Honestly, some days it gets me out of bed. I can't wait to hear Jay Vernon McGee's message and John MacArthur's message on my way to work. It's just such a blessing to me, and it absolutely helps me every single day as I grow in the Word and I grow closer to Jesus, and it strengthens my walk. And I'm just so very grateful that I have this encouragement on my way to work every day. And I'm so thankful for Bot Radio Network. God bless all of you. Yeah. Well, dear lady, uh, 57 years ago when Bot Radio Network became a reality out of a vision that we believe uh, God gave us to, to make it happen. Um, now, let's, let's get to this. Um, years and years ago, we met Corey Ten Boom. And um, I think a lot of our listeners will know exactly um, who Corey Ten Boom is. She wrote The Hiding Place, and her story is she was a little girl, and she was growing up. Her papa, her father, was a watchmaker in um, the Netherlands, wasn't it, Rich? Was it Holland? Yes, in Holland. In Holland. And, of course, it had been overrun with Germany and the Nazis and the concentration camps and all of that stuff. And the Jewish community was put into terrible, terrible, terrible circumstances. So her father and her family, being Christians, being being understanding that life is important and they wanted to do whatever they could to serve the Lord by helping people. So Corrie ten Boom um, was hidden then 
Um, they they had the Jews come and stay yeah. in their upper room or whatever. Right. And, and the man the, alive. Well, anyway. Their family helped to hide Jews to keep them alive during the and, Holocaust. And this whole thing you're going to hear for a moment in a moment, folks, is about forgiveness. How do you forgive those who, because she and her sister and her whole family were in a concentration camp. And Corey survived. But how do you forgive those later on? How do you find it? And here, here she is her tell about it. Source of our strength is Jesus Christ himself. And his cross shows us that we can accept suffering as a part of God's plan for this world. When I was in a concentration camp, one of the most terrible things I had to go through was that they stripped us of all our clothing and we had to stand. The first time was the worst. I said, Betsy, I cannot bear this. And suddenly it was as if I saw Jesus at the cross. And the Bible tells, they took his garments, he hanged there naked. And I knew he hanged there for me, for my sins. And by my suffering, I understood a fraction of the suffering of Jesus Christ. And it made me so thankful that I could bear my suffering love. So amazing, so divine, demands my life, my soul, my all. Some people are afraid to look at the cross. Are you? Don't be afraid. The cross is terrible. It is terrible how Jesus suffered. Not to describe but you must not be afraid to look at it. For if you had been the only person in the world, Jesus should have suffered for your sins. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my sins rolled away, it was there by faith I received my sight. And now I have guidance every day. It was some time ago that I was in Berlin and there came a man to me and said, Ah, Mr. Bohm, I am glad to see you. Don't you know me? And suddenly I saw that man that was one of the most cruel officers, guards in the concentra in concentration camp. And that man said, I have, I'm now a Christian, I have found the Lord Jesus. I read my Bible and I know that there is forgiveness for all the sins of the whole world, also for my sins. I have forgiveness for the cruelties I have done. But then I have asked God grace for an opportunity that I could ask one of my very victims forgiveness. And Fräulein Tambom wants him here forgiven. Will you forgive me? And I could not. 
I remembered the suffering of my dying sister through him. But when I saw, when I experienced that I could not forgive, suddenly I knew I myself have no forgiveness. Do you know that Jesus has said that? When you do not forgive those who have sinned against you, my heavenly Father will not forgive you your sins. I, I knew, oh, I'm not ready for Jesus coming because I have no forgiveness for my sins. But I was not able, I could not, I could only hate him. And then I took one of these beautiful texts, one of these boundless resources, Romans 5.5. The love of God is shed abroad into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. And I said, thank you, Jesus, that you have brought into my heart God's love through the Holy Spirit who is given to me. And thank you, Father, that your love is stronger than my hatred and unforgiveness. That same moment, I was free. And I could say, brother, give me your hand. And I shook hands with him. And it was as if I felt God's love stream through my arms. You never touch so the ocean of God's love as that you forgive your enemies. Can you forgive? No. I can't either. But he can. Well, listen, folks, listen now. Listen to Carol Robertson. Listen to what he says. It really is no secret. The chimes of time ring out the news. Another day is through. Someone slipped and fell. Was that someone you? You may have lost. For added strength, your courage to renew. But do not be disheartened, for I bring hope to you. It is no secret what God can do. What he's done for others, he'll do for you. With arms wide open, he'll pardon you. It is no secret what God There is no night, for in his light you'll never walk alone. Always feel at home, wherever you may roam. There is no power can conquer you while God is on your side. Just take him at his promise Don't run away and hide 
what he's done for others, he'll do for you. Get that telephone number ready. I want to give that. But before we do that, I want our listeners to hear what this gentleman said all the way from West Tennessee. He's 86 years old. That's the same age I am. Here it is. I'm a man over in West Tennessee, 86 years old, and enjoy your radio station more than anything else. I don't know what I'd do without it. Chuck Swindoll, uh, Dr. Rogers, please keep on broadcasting this great station. and. You know that you're doing more for America than anyone else right now, and also for the good Lord who makes it all possible. Many thanks again. Bye-bye. Okay, Rich, what's the point? Isn't that neat that the gospel is for everybody? Wait a minute, Rich. When when I was listening to that man, I was thinking, well, there's a lot of young people to listen to. Now, they're in their 20s and 30s, and maybe in their later 30s when life starts getting serious, and they've got to settle down and realize that life is something— You've got to have, you've got to have a commitment. You've got to have a leader. You've got to have a guide, and give your heart to the Lord and let Him take you through it. But go ahead. We'd love to hear from our listeners at our listener comment line one eight hundred three four five two six two one eight hundred three four five two six two one. Oh man, I enjoyed this program so really much. Wow, that was a great um, clip you had with Corey Ten Boom in her own voice. Oh, in her own voice, telling her own story, and it was so real. All right, this is Dick Bott with my son, Rich, with this chapter of the complete story as a public service, and I'll see you later. Mm-hmm.